Yo, what is going on? It is Tuesday, the best day of the freaking week. The day that you get to see me in my beautiful face. But anywho, today we have a very, very good episode. We're going to have my best buddy of my whole entire life. His name is Matt Bodalone. One of the best guys that ever existed in life. I'm telling you. You got to stay tuned for this awesome podcast. But anywho... We're going to get started. We got a lot of things on our plate. What we're going to end up doing is uh, we're just going to go straight into the interview. I'm just waiting for him to get the stuff. Uh, let me see what's going on. Rejoin, buddy. You got to rejoin. Oh, yeah. Matty Poo Poo added to the stream. There we go. Okay. Whoop. So, Matt. I just did the interview. I mean, I just did. I just did the fucking introduction. Uh, welcome, welcome to the mother freaking podcast. Hello, hello, internet. Hello, happy Taco Fucking Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday, man. Happy Tuesday. Oh it's been man, a while it, since I seen your face. It's been a fucking while. I think last time we saw each other was back in July during the filming. That was more almost a year ago. That's right. Almost That's right. Holy shit. We were working. Right we were working on the Western film. That's right. Yeah, we were working on the first. You know what, man? I I, I got to give you some credit where credit is due because, uh, you know what? Th there's there, there's not a lot of people in this world where you can just go ahead and say you know you trust somebody with their entire life. But I can actually say that wholeheartedly that you know what you are the man and you are the guy that I would trust with my life. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, definitely. I probably just blew some people's ears out. <laughs> but tell me, what's going on? How you been? Oh, I'm okay. You know, I'm just working a lot. Um, as you know, I just finished the soundtrack for that Western movie that we worked on together. Um, the King Nexus band is working on the second album very slowly, but surely. That will be ready probably sometime around next year, maybe next summertime. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I remember when, when you first started that band, I don't know, what was it like five years ago? I remember. I can even say that I was one of the very first people on that band. You were, you were. Uh, for those that don't know, King Nexus is a progressive rock band that um, I play bass and sing for. And it's had quite a lot of revolving members. Basically, any time this band gets in the studio to do anything, whether it's write new songs, record, prepare for shows, uh, it changes personnel almost every time it goes in. Uh, not by design either. That's just how it is. <laughs> so... Tell me about this new band you're doing. Well, I got my guitar player from King Nexus, so Mr. David McKee. He helped out a little bit on the uh, the soundtrack for 15 Miles. He helped produce a little bit of that um, while I was working the instruments, which was very nice. But uh, me and him found another drummer who can play some other instruments and sing, and we formed another band just to... Uh, just to play on the side of Nexus and, you know, have something to do to keep playing shows. We'll be playing our first show 
November 20th, uh, Sunday at the DNA Lounge in San Francisco. Hey, let everybody know one more time the dates and where they can find your band playing. That will be Sunday, November 20th at the DNA Lounge in San Francisco, California. San Francisco, everybody, the place where it smells like fish and you got a bunch of homeless guys just running everywhere. <laughs> it's like melted snicker bar is all over the H side. What are you smoking, my friend? I'm smoking a little product here, not to do any placement for them, but uh, this is called an El Blunto. And the strain I'm smoking is called Josh D. These are full size right, cannabis right. cigars with hashish inside as well. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. All right, so man, um, so let, let's get this, uh, let's get this podcast running the way it should be. Um, so yeah, you helped out for um, actually you starred in um, Trapped in Kids Bay, which happened uh, I don't know last year, which we're still trying to get submissions for the Chicago International Air, uh, Festival, and uh, hopefully that does well there. But you were part of that. Uh, uh, and, and I can't thank you enough for even just being in it because you did such a spectacular role. I mean, I was convinced the entire time, like, you were just a fucking piece of shit in the fucking show. I mean, it was crazy. You, you scared everybody. I appreciate you asking me for that. Well, I had a lot of fun doing that. That was a great day of filming. Uh, one of the few, for sure, with the core team. Um, you, me, my brother, and our other associate that used to help us with uh, productions. That was a good day for that. It was a good day, and then we, uh, and then uh, you know, right away we we uh, we filmed in well, we filmed in New York City. It was filmed on location, uh, and then we ended up just going to um, we filmed the rest of it in Oakland, California, which was pretty cool because that's where I was able to get you and uh, and Corey Shea along onto the show, and it ended up being one of my favorite fucking films. I mean, I'm looking at it till this day, and I'm and I'm seeing that. You know, maybe, uh, hopefully, one day we can redo the film because there's so many things that I've learned over the over the past year in filmmaking that I can just I think I can do a better job doing that. I think so too. I think that would be possible, and that would be a really fun project. Yeah. yeah what are you drinking there in that cup? Uh, water and ice. Water and ice. Very good. Very. Uh, not good. really, but you guys can use your imagination. Water. I'm almost done with it too. I can't be drinking that much because then I get all loopy during the podcast, and then. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I, I wanted to see. I wanted to see the the television show that everyone has been boasting about when uh, when you get loopy. You know what I'm talking about? What what television show? You know that show that we used to watch when we were younger. Which one? <laughs> you know the one. The one where the one where the guy would get too loopy. And he would be on the floor, and he would be, you know, celebrities and all sorts of sketches. I don't know what you're talking about. You know the show. You know the show. I don't know the show. You spit it out. <laughs> oh, my God. That show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's not talk about the that show in particular. But anywho, let's continue. Um, I did, according to the rundown sheet, we have, uh, 
we, we had this in a particular way. But right now, um, what Mr. Bodalone is actually helping me out is for another... We're actually going to be doing a film together. So we're gonna, me and you are going to be doing a film together. And I'm really excited about that because uh, it's going to be the first time in a while you're going to stay at my place. We're going to film in, in Chicago. And, and uh, I think what we have so far is a fucking phenomenal fucking script. Definitely. A phenomenal story for sure. And the whole thing is going to be filmed on location. And it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a wonderful experience. It is. It is. Yeah, so yeah, so far, yeah, we I guess yeah, I already told you the other day that we got um we we got the cast members um our buddy Phil <laughs> Phil is going to be in this fucking film again. Now, I didn't want to have him on here, but um it, it, you know what? Life is is mysterious. <laughs> um listen, I think what everybody is really interested in is uh, we're actually what's on the agenda for tonight. Um, what's on the agenda for tonight was to talk about that old thing. Now, I did want to tell you right away is that I don't want to mention any names in particular, but I, I, I kind of wanted to, you know, I put it out there last week on last week's podcast, and now I kind of want to bring it up again today. Well, let's bring it up. Rehash the subject. Let's rehash it. I mean, it's it's hard, you know. It's kind of embarrassing at the same time because it's like it's not who I am anymore, and it's uh, it's not who you are anymore, and it's. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna let you go ahead and do it, but um, take me back, take take me back memory lane. What happened? How did this shit get started? How do, no, how do we get you to know each other? You can't rely on me. This is this is your story you're telling because I don't remember <laughs> most of that. It's correct. It's correct. But so, so, this is your story, not mine. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of our story too. You it's know? a little bit of both. I just don't remember as much as you do. Yeah, because we, we we went through a lot of shit together. That's why. I mean, I was referring more to the cannabis products that I have oversaturated my brain with for the past few years. I don't remember yeah. all of it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. No, but uh, oh man, it's a it, it's a hard it's a hard subject to actually like, you know, it's a hard subject well, to should, talk should about. Should we just should we just broach it? Let's just do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, just no... I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, no... go go ahead. Just to bust it right open for the people that are watching this, um, me and Santino here used to be criminals. And we were actually aspiring to do that for the rest of our lives, as opposed to working a regular job or starting a business, yada, yada, whatever. Uh, the fact is that me and him were thieves. <laughs> we, uh, we were bookies. We did a little bit of everything. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you got it pretty spot on. Um, that's that's kind of just where it was at. We never killed anybody. Uh, we were fortunate enough to stay away from a lot of violence and just make money uh, off of other people's misfortune. But yeah, both of us never killed anybody. We never we never had to get close to it or anything like that. You know, we almost got killed quite a few times. 
because we're both we were both pretty hard headed and thought we could handle everything. I do remember. I do remember when uh, we were walking on Cermak and Bell, and um, there was yeah, a shootout. Yeah, they they uh, a, a particular a specific group uh, ended up shooting at us and. Uh, you know, um, I guess my instincts came up and I ended up tackling you. I ended up tackling you, man. I, um, and I remember how the fucking, the bullets went over our fucking heads and, uh, yeah, you saved my life. It was, I mean, it, it was just fucking crazy because I don't know how old we were. I mean, I think we were like 17 or 18. Yeah, we were kids. We were in high school for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I might've even been 19 years old, but. Um, yeah, I remember that fucking day was just like, it, it was traumatizing, you know, cause it's like, w when in life do you have to worry about fucking bullets, you know? And who would want to live a life where you have to worry about that? <laughs> um, often on the Talking Sopranos podcast there, uh, you know, Steve Sharippa often says, you know, what kind of person would want to live a mob boss's life? It's too stressful. And, uh. I'm sure that's kind of what happened to both of us. We both just realized that this wasn't fucking worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because... Go ahead, go ahead. It wasn't worth it to risk making three or $400 with the risk of getting four to five years in a federal prison with federal charges and shit, you know? Yeah, because I, I think what... I don't think what people... You know, the, the, the layman people, right? People who don't know about the life... Is that they see movies like Goodfellas and Sopranos and Casino and, and they look at these individuals that are making millions of dollars a year. But the reality is that these 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 wise guys nowadays are actually making like, I don't know, 4000 to $5,000 a month. Oh, yeah. Which is not nothing. I mean, that, I mean, compared to a fucking, you know, plumber or electrician or fucking somebody just working construction makes that, 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 ex, that exact same amount of money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a, yeah, it's a... Not worth, not worth the risk. It's not worth the risk. Definitely, it's not, I mean, and, and you know, at the end of the day, you know what, we were, um, um, I remember that when I got, uh, I don't know what the word is for it, but I remember when, when I talked to a certain guy, a certain individual, and told me, you know what, go ahead and make your crew, uh, because we're going to need you. Um, and so what I, the, the first thing I did, man, I brought you along, I brought Mr. Giordano along. Um, and then, you know, do you, you know, our other friends, uh, ended up joining, um, helping us out with this crew. But, uh, you know, this whole time while, while we were doing all these fucking things, it's, um, they were, uh, it wasn't, I mean, at, right now looking at it as an adult, it's fucking stressful, but Looking at it, you know, as a kid's eyes, because that's what we were, we were kids. We're young adults, and even though we were kids, um, I, I believe, uh, you know, we were just being stupid. Um, yeah, we were, in a, we were all in a rush to grow up. We were. We were. Be a more adult than we were, and we weren't ready for that. And, and you know what? Oh, not only that, but we were kind of, you know, these movies in Hollywood really glamorized our life you know um there's no easier way to put it but that's the honest truth that that's what happened 
Yeah, and that's on us for deciding to try and live that life, not realizing the facade. But, you know, it was still fun anyways. (laughs) It was fun. Um, I mean, honestly, there was pretty... I personally believe there was very a lot of lessons to be learned about this life. Um, the life that I'm actually happy that that we're, that we're out of, you know, because uh, who knows what would happen. Uh, as you know, we got a lot of buddies of ours that that, that, that never made it, um, you know, into their into their twenties, uh, simply because they decided to stay uh, in that life. Um, some of them are in prison, like our buddy Dave. I'm going to mention his name because he's already incarcerated. Uh, but Dave, uh, Dave uh, spent his time and he's still in bars, you know, somewhere. I, I don't know where he's located, but I, I just know that he, that I, I know for a fact that he probably regrets everything he did. He always wanted a beer. He always wanted a beer. I remember he's going, hey, how you doing? You want a beer? You want a beer? Hey, man, you want yeah. a beer? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it, it was funny, you know, because like I don't know when we were kids, right? We uh, when you you know when, when we were in the neighborhood, we used to go to Maselli's Deli. I mean, there was um, I don't know how many fucking wise guys would just hang out for the fucking you know during lunch and uh, how friendly everybody was. I mean, it, it was enticing. It was definitely enticing to join the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of memories there. Um, a lot of memories that we, you know, we did. And, you know, some things we also regretted. But I think for the most part, uh, the I guess the the funnest part was actually hanging out with the boys and hanging out with the old guys and and, and just you know, not partying but socializing because that's what they did most of the fucking time. That's what it was all about. It was just about you know being friendly and happy with your neighbors because you know. You're all stuck in that same place, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, um... I mean, did you have any reservations just in the beginning? Just like, this might be a bad fucking idea, or did you just fucking go for it? It was more the people that I hurt that I regret the life about. I don't regret the money. I don't regret... I'm going to be honest. I was really good at stealing. I don't regret that. That just came to me naturally. (laughs) And uh, a lot of other things came naturally too. But the thing that made me change the life and some of my actions was the people that I hurt along the way that I didn't mean to or need to. That'll. Give me one second, Matt. Give me one second, Matt. So yeah, so yeah, we were talking about that. Um, I remember uh, I was actually one of the few kids in in Chicago at the age of sixteen that I already had a car. I ended up buying a Buick, uh, a very old classic car. It, was, it had a supercharger, and I was only I was one of the few people who who had that in the neighborhood because of the you know the opportunities that I got from this thing. Um, 
I remember, and you know what? It wasn't even even it wasn't hard work for the most part. I ended up just um, I ended up just going out with this one guy. I just had to accompany him to dinner, drive him around. Um, you know, he would call me. You know, late hours in the night, but as long as I was there, and I actually, you know, did what I was supposed to do, I, I get paid, and I, and I got compensated very very well. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't want to say his name, but um, I just know he's long gone. He passed away already. And I think you know who I'm talking about. But, yeah, man, it was, uh, yeah, well, it was definitely a wild experience. Um, And, and I think a lot of these experiences that we have, uh, we can totally put them on paper, man. Because uh, I know for I know for for the new film, No Safe Place, that we're going to be doing in spring. I know I know we got a lot of um, man. That's going to be fun. We're putting a lot of our old experiences into that film, and, and I know that's that's the reason why I think it's going to be so special gonna be hopefully our first uh full-length motion picture uh we tried to do that with 15 miles um well we'll see where what happens when it comes out we'll see i know you got to make some more nips and edits there but we'll see what happens but uh this will be a special one uh no safe place we've been working oh, well, it definitely will be um you got a lot of guys playing in chicago for this film um, we got a lot of support. We got a lot of people. We got a booked, uh, I think a fully booked, uh, crew, uh, that's going to ride along with us with this, uh, film. And I think as long as we, you know, stick to our game plan, we should be able to make this film. No problem. I think so. I think so. We've been doing a lot of planning on it. Um, I feel really good about this next project. I think this next one's going to be a really good one. I had fun yeah, with the first two, but this next one's going to be like, this will be a real film, I think. No, oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, everything we do, we put a heart and soul, even if it's, a, even if it was, you know, even like, for example, like the past, we used to put everything into it. And uh, I know we can do the same thing with this film. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And some yeah. future ideas, too. I do have a couple more ideas uh, for some films. Tell me, tell me about it. Well, um, you know, one that I have, um, I want it to be a comedy. And basically, I want to play the main character. But is my character will be serious, but what I'm doing and what my motivations are are a complete joke. So the harder I try, the funnier it gets. That's the premise behind that. And, um, you know, all I have for the story right now is that I play a, a sort of a heroin addict, like a junkie, fucking loser. And, uh, yeah, we got to go somewhere with that. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, you know I'm always down. You know I'm always down. So I'm, I'm always down to make a film. I don't have – I don't really have a story, but – uh I might hearken back to that idea I had where, you know, 
it's like a loser and all of a sudden he gets something like supernatural or magical that makes his life better but because he's a loser he even he messes that up so i'm thinking of going the same lines with this 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 junkie story um remember the idea i had where he uh he finds a wallet on the ground and he pulls out a single dollar bill but then checks the wall later and the, the dollar bill is back in there, meaning it regenerates money infinitely. Am I on planet Earth? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm listening, I'm listening. You're still on? That's it. It's the end of the movie idea. That's all I got. Listen, I think right after we make No Safe Place, I think we should really start thinking about doing that one. Uh, yeah, it would be cool. I, 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 you know, it would be cool to do something uh, like a totally different movie than we've done for this four, for movie number four. It'd be cool to do something really different. We haven't done a comedy yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. straight you know up I, trying to be funny comedy. We got a full fucking. Um, we got a full production company, so it's like. With, with the full staff and you know what I, I, pretty much anything we do I, I, any idea we have I think we should go ahead and just go for it yeah and honestly if you find someone that's better for the lead that's fine too I'll take like a production advisory role if I have to you know what I mean yeah definitely definitely I mean uh, <laughs> I can just see it being a fucking hilarious as fucking film seriously Hey, did you ever get the chance to uh, watch any of those movies I suggested to you? So, I'm watching them tonight. Well, I'm watching one tonight. Oh, man. It's that, uh, which one are you watching tonight? I'm watching the one, what was it, the film with uh, John Lee? No, with uh, the, the Toro Brothers. It's The Search for One-Eyed Jimmy. You're going to like that one, dude. You know, I, I've, uh, so I... Today, the whole thing I was doing, I was setting up this whole room for this podcast, because this is this is gonna be like the main place where we actually do it now. I'm not gonna be doing it out in my fucking dinner table. It's just I can control the lights better and stuff. I can control the whole entire environment around me. So I think it's best to do it in here from now on. That sounds good. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, um, go ahead. Where am I sleeping? You're gonna be sleeping in the back room. The window room? Yeah, the window room. Yes, that's what I wanted. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can just open up a window and uh, spark a doobie if you want to. Ah, that's the plan, buddy. Oh, yeah. But um, let, me, let me get back to this. Um, let's finish up this, uh, this live talk. Um, and let's move on to the next thing. But uh, the, the one question I wanted to ask you was, what was... What was the time and point where you just like you felt like you did probably the worst thing imaginable and it was time to go? Um good question. Probably probably sometime sometime before high school. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. Yeah. No, but what I did notice about your transformation, um, what I did notice is I felt like music saved you in a way because uh, I think once you started picking up the guitar, um, it kind of evolved your like 
you as a as a human and you just ended up just diving into the world of music i think so i think music made me much more of a a sensitive and compassionate man but intelligent more so than before for sure too um having to learn um uh what's the phrase for someone who has to learn it uh by themselves uh you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah yeah, I had to do that for music, so yeah, it's always been sort of a strength to me, for sure. Um, even if I don't practice every day, I I'll pick up the bass maybe once or twice a week, honestly, uh, just to keep my hands from hurting and aching and stuff like that, you know, and having to stretch them m multiple times a day to uh, get them to crack the, all the knuckles. Um. As I get older, I definitely know my hands are not going to handle that. So music is something I enjoy very much like life. Um, it could be snatched away at any point. So you have to enjoy it for what it is. Make the most of it. Put your heart and soul into it. Especially soul, brother. No, no. One thing I noticed about you... Uh... It's just like you're not only with music, but you're also surrounded by a fucking the best fucking family ever. We all call her mama and and she I mean, they're just like they are the greatest fucking people that in this fucking planet. Um, they, they, they've they supported you and they supported me as a as an adopted son. And uh, I, I just um, to this day, I, you know, I, I give them thanks for for everything. Definitely, definitely. My mom had a big hand with uh, reshaping sort of the the dialogue for Fifteen Miles. Yeah, she she was the producer for the for the film. Definitely, she was there every single day, every minute that we were filming. But you know what I appreciate about your mom is is like um, the fucking support that she like. That she ends up, you know, giving you, not just you, but me. Um, I remember being a kid and then just like, uh, you know, she'd always tell me to follow, follow my dreams, right? Or, or don't do anything fucking stupid for, for a living. It was great. I mean, just the other day I was talking to my fucking uncle. And um, the first thing he does is he comes up to me, you know, says hi, blah, blah, small talk, all that bullshit, right? And then he ends up just ending it off with like, dude, stop making films. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I mean, stop making films. Yeah. yeah what do you mean like, by uh, that? Well, what was stop his reasoning for you to stop making? Look, some people are just so fucking... Some people are just so fucking, like, so, like, small-minded and, you know, and they're super fucking traditional, that entire fucking family. And, and yeah, they, they came back at me and ended up telling me, you know, stop making films. But I'm not going to do that. You know I'm going to continue. Um, I just have the love support of my other family. And then I have the love support of you. And I have the love support of your mom. Um, Marco's a great fucking help for the film. Um, if it wasn't for him, it would have looked like a fucking spoof. Because, you know, the thing, the things he had to pull off to actually make it happen. And same thing with your mom. like Definitely. They definitely helped not make it uh, a spoof. 
which it could have very easily have been. Yeah, I mean, she fucking gave me the connects and uh, hooked us up with fucking horses, with the ranch, with the with, with the plot of land to film on. It was Jill Jurgler and her friend out at uh, Lazy Bones Ranch. Yes, that that honestly is the only reason why I think the film ended up looking as good as it was. It's still not out. I don't have a trailer for it out yet. I'm, Phil's still working on the fucking editing. Uh, I don't know when that that when I don't know when that's gonna fucking end. You're gonna have to take control of that. No, no, I am, I am, and um, slowly but surely, um, like I told you the other day on the phone, is that I'm just gonna end up doing it myself, because a great director does his own work. I mean, that that's just the point of it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, uh, we 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 definitely gone a long way, amigo. Like, definitely, like we we went from went from you know stealing fucking cigarettes. But by the way, and by the way, I think the most memorable moment, um, I think, because I think what we're talking about right now in this podcast is this is the topic, the life, this thing, and I, I think I remember the most memorable moment that I've ever had. I think it was the most lucrative deal we've ever had in our lives. And it was when we created a um, a poker night. Do you remember? Yeah, I think so. I don't think that was the most lucrative. I don't think we made the most money for that, was it? No. When we had the craps table, the poker table, we had a bunch of people. I mean, I'm talking about like maybe 100 people coming in. It was like a casino night, basically. You know, I, I remember that specifically. It was just like really, really, it, it was it was our work at its finest, in that sense, anyways. Yeah, that's right. Because I was I've always been a big poker player. I've always been a big you know always been into gambling and stuff. And the fact that we were able to do that back in the day that that was a uh, that was crazy. Yeah, you know, we could do it again someday. <laughs> we can. It's not. It's legal in the state of Illinois. That's right. That's right. You're right. Yeah, but buddy, what are the plans? What's going on? What what what, what are you doing in the next couple months? Next couple months, um, you know, I'll probably work with uh, the new band Moop on a couple of original songs and learn some more covers. Maybe play some shows up until uh, the end of February when I leave for Chicago come get ready to film no safe place uh that's pretty much it holy shit yeah it's gonna be exciting you know it's gonna have just to have you here um yeah because you're definitely uh you're my kujamano my kuj oh man and, we're uh, gonna eat like kings we're gonna we are gonna eat like kings like fucking fucking Pasta penne, we'll have fucking sausage with peppers on fucking hoagies, we'll have fucking, oh man, it's going to be good. No, it is, I mean, because every time, you know what I miss the most is your, um, is your sausage pasta with the, you know, that's doused with a bunch of the fucking penne, wine. yeah, the penne, yeah, I'm definitely oh, cooking that okay. when I come in, when I land. Yeah, that's going to be the first fucking meal. I'd love it, yeah, I'd love it, we'll go to fucking Safeway or whatever right after yeah, right after I definitely. land, we'll go get everything for it if you don't already get it. Yeah, definitely. So, man, how do you like how do you like living in Oakland, bro? 
Uh, it's okay, actually. I'm in a pretty quiet area. Uh, not too much happens. I get street parking. Uh, I don't have an assigned spot. And uh, I'm not far from bad areas, but I'm just far enough that I don't really hear too many of the gunshots or anything like that. You know, I'll hear like speeding cars and uh, helicopters every once in a while, but not excessive sirens and not excessive violence or gunfire. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm in a pretty quiet area um, near Jingletown and not far from the bridges that connect to Alameda, which is where I work. Yeah, no, uh, I think that's a, Right after I got out of that tour in California, I ended up just, uh, I, I just told myself that I was not going to return back to the old neighborhood. And I said, you know what, I, I'm just going to have to go move somewhere else, somewhere where it's a lot safer. You don't have to worry about fucking, you know, bullets flying everywhere. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one's got time for that shit. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it gets fucking old. <laughs> yeah, fucking does. Yeah, man, but it's nice having you on, bro. It's like, uh... I love this, yeah. I, I'd like to do this more often. We ought to, uh, get someone else on here. You know, talk some yeah, shit. Have, like, a huge fucking fucking party or something. Yeah, just have a party on here, you know. Get Phil on here, just talk some shit. Yeah. Phil? <laughs> yeah, we'll just, like, say what, what's on our minds to him, like, on the podcast. You know, I tried getting him on. I tried getting him on like uh, I don't know a couple months ago when I was starting to do when I when I got back onto YouTube, and uh, I had him on there for like a pretty good amount of time. We, we recorded for like thirty minutes straight, and he probably didn't talk no more than a minute. Of course not. Yeah. So if we got him on, we would have to interrogate him yeah. basically, and uh, you know, get like the psycho manifest out of him. Oh, play a good, a bad cop, good cop. <laughs> Listen, you fuck. <laughs> Sit down. We could be, we could be, uh, we could be celebrities doing it. Uh, you could be Al Pacino, the cop, and uh, I could be. Uh... <laughs> uh, how about I'm Jeff Goldblum, the police officer. Listen, motherfucker. Who are you? Huh, motherfucker? Uh, go ahead and tell us, uh, unless you want to go to apartment.com and type up a full confession. The best thing in life is for you to just to fucking talk. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, asshole. I'm talking about a fucking murder. Uh, go ahead and calm down. Uh, we'll talk about a chaos thing. Listen, you fuck! My God, don't you talk about a fucking dinosaur again. I don't know. I don't know. What am I doing here? Eh? I'm not supposed to be in this film, but what the fuck ever. Uh, Robert De Niro has made an appearance. So rather sexual. Listen, you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me. You gotta talk. You gotta talk, right? You. 
Everybody, everybody's in one room. The movie. What's up? I said everybody's in one room. The movie. Yeah, even even uh, Mr. Walken. <laughs> I know you can do a good one. Who? It's uh, Christopher Walken. You could do a better one, not me. Wow! No, I know you do a better one. You know what? You can you can do a good Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not my too. So, Mr. Adam Sandler, you're telling me you've got anger management problems? <laughs> uh, uh, is that what you're telling me? He does that tongue thing in every fucking movie he's in, I swear to God. <laughs> what tongue thing? <laughs> Jack Nicholson. He does this thing. He goes... <laughs> uh, look up any movie he's in, I'm telling you. You know what movie I just watched? Uh, was oh, let's talk day? about it. Let's talk about some good movies. Tell me. Uh, so I, I was watching... Uh, let me look at my time. Okay, we're good. Uh, what was it called? Give me a sec. Give me one second. Oh man! So I had to do that. Um, no. Um, I was watching that one film. Um, uh fuck it's that it's that like thriller kind of film where he goes into a fucking abandoned hotel for the summer and like no one's there but he's imagining a bunch of fucking people like living in that hotel back in the 80s the shining the shining yeah i was watching that you hadn't seen have you had you not seen that before no never Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a latecomer to that movie, too. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, no, that's a good one. No, that was a very good film. Um, Kubrick knew what like, the fuck he was doing, even though he pissed off Stephen King for not following the novel. Yeah, he does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I did like that. That was pretty cool. But uh, it kind of reminded me of, like, the same style of filming of uh, Shutter Island. I'm sure Shutter Island took some... Uh, that's the one where the uh, the house is is just an experiment controlled by two uh, two pretty dry lame guys, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like got the a, guy from it's got the dad from Step Brothers. He's one of the guys. Like they just control, it and that's like like just their job. They're not even evil, really. No, it's uh, with um, Leonardo DiCaprio and. Uh... Oh, okay. I was thinking about uh, House in the Woods. No, I've never seen it. This is another good one. That's a nice twist on it, too, though. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm I'm really excited about seeing that one film you were telling me about with the the Toro Brothers. You should watch that and Timetable tonight. And, uh, you know, we could still chat while you're watching it if you want, unless you you don't want me in here. I'd love to watch it with you in real time. Oh, yeah. um, I think right after I end this podcast... Uh, what time is it today? Okay, so it's 8 o'clock. So I'm going to go. Um, so after this podcast, what I'm going to end up doing is I'm, I'm going to turn everything off. I'm going to close it out. You're not going to be here in that part, unfortunately. Um, but I'm going to go walk downstairs, 
Because you're going to find out that right around the corner, there's a good Chinese place. Oh, you told me about that. That's right. And uh, Doughboys is not far away from you, right? Yep. And uh, uh, Yeah, I saw I saw your Instagram story with Doughboys. And, uh, ooh, we're going to be going there quite a bit. Hey, dude, it's like the best pizza. Uh, but right now, I actually, um, my brother-in-law, Sebastian, he actually he hooked me up with some pizza called Zaza's Pizza. Um I don't know if you know the guy Barstool. Bar, you never heard of Barstool's Pizza? He's on YouTube. He goes all, all around the United States and, like, fucking checks out different pizzas. And he, like, rates them and shit. But anywho, he got it down. He came down here to Chicago and he ended up uh, going to Zaza's Pizza. And apparently it's, like, the most fucking best pizza in the city of Chicago. Like, the best pizza. It's, like, the, the most... It, it, it's a New York style pizza, and apparently it's the best New York style pizza outside of Chicago. Interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely have to go there. Yeah, but definitely have to go there. There's a ton of freaking restaurants around the corner. Yeah, um, you said there's some good delis nearby too, right? Yep. There's a good, um, it's a very good barbecue joint, like walking distance away. Oh, that sounds good. Like you get there in less than ten minutes. And I can't wait. I can't wait, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get my ticket in uh, December. Yeah, man. It's, it's coming right around the corner. I know. I can't wait. Uh. Damn. I know we're going to have the whole crew back together again. And that, 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 that should make for some interesting fucking filming. Definitely. Everyone under the same roof eating the... Uh... Same delicious food, everyone drinking and smoking together. Yeah. Oh man. For uh for those scenes in Act Two when uh when uh Mikey, uh Joey and Bobby are out drinking, we're gonna we're gonna actually drink for that, right? So I thought that originally I wasn't gonna, but now because we're actually going to film at an actual bar. And I think it's I think the best thing to do is to you know get a lot of a couple brewskis in our system before we actually start filming. Yeah, or you know, even just leave the cameras on and then you just signal us when it's time to act. Yeah. You know, yeah, just in case, you never know. We might get some extra banter while we're drinking that ends up being usable, you know what I mean? Kind of like a Joe Pesci Goodfellas moment with uh what am, what am I a funny guy? Yeah, improvise. Improvise. Yeah. Definitely, man. Oh man, that's gonna be good. We are gonna is. eat so good too. We're gonna we're gonna cook it up or we're gonna go out and eat eat good. That's probably gonna be the most exciting part about the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm most excited about I'm most excited about the meals we're gonna have at the end of filming when everyone's tired and everyone's like ready to go back to your place and just kick shoes off, start smoking and drinking and start feeling good and oh man, it's gonna be good. There's a very good place on Taylor Street, Chicago's little Italy, and uh there's a very good place there where we can actually have uh, Italian sandwiches. They have a capicola sandwich, man, I'm telling you. Ooh. It is fucking to die for. Fucking gabagool sandwich? Yes. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. It's uh, gabagool, suppressata, and, and, and some good, like... Oh, my God. 
it makes so my mouth fucking water. water. What's up? They got stuff like soprasetta and shit. Dude, they got every fucking kind of meat you can want. Ah, soprasetta, um, capicola. They got like, fucking. What's that one where it's like half bacon and half prosciutto or something, or half capicola? It's a pancetta with a uh, yeah pancetta. Pancetta. Yeah, they put pancetta in the fucking sandwich. You can get, dude. You can get wild shit in there. Like, you, like you, if you want eggplant, they can put that in there, and it's like, that is the best sandwich spot in the world. It's called um, Conte de Savoia. It's, it's. Uh, well, actually, I'm trying to talk to the guy because I want to film in their location, in that in the actual like store because it's like, it, it's. It's probably the closest store that you're ever going to get to, to uh, Maselli's Deli. Because unfortunately, you know, that guy passed away, kind of shot himself. But um, uh, that, that is, that's a, it's one of the closest places to that. Yeah. Which would be perfect for the film. That's a filming. Level. Yeah, I know. They got, um, they got a little like, where you can end up just like, um, dining i guess you can pick up some beers you can pick up a bottle of wine you can end up eating some good you know good sandwiches it's it's a great place it's gonna be good it's gonna be really good oh yeah dude i, I to eat there what's up i can't wait to eat there no yeah definitely definitely but let me see what time we got what time do we got well 48 minutes oh, oh my god we gotta go oh man it that's it's over. It's over. This thing's fucking over. I think this was actually one of the fastest podcasts that I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I mean, you talk to someone natural and, uh, you know, you stick to the subjects and stuff like that, you know, you'll get a good flow. We definitely have a lot of time we can fill and, uh, fuck, I don't know, I'm stupid and fat, so, so it doesn't matter. I, I think we I think we should definitely do this again because it's like uh, oh I, I'd love to I'd love to you know and the more we get comfortable at it I think the better it you know we all just we, we just get better over over repetition more sketches more comedy more jokes that we probably shouldn't say on air but we're hey dude my 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 podcast is off limits I mean you can say whatever the fuck you want to say we're gonna say them anyways. No, I've already said some shit on here that it's like, hmm, it's a little, you know, it's a little on the <laughs> yellow flag penalty. I'm sure you have. I will say this. You are going to watch some Japanese movies with me when I come visit in between filming No Safe Place. All right, so. You're going to watch them with me. I don't care if I have to wrestle you to the ground and humiliate you in front of your wife in your house. I will do that if I have to. Capiche? I got me too. But okay. I have nothing against Japanese filming. I just uh Oh come on, you don't have to lie. Everyone knows you're a huge racist. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not racist. Right, well, Dude, I, I probably said I I see this is how I know. No. no. Let me, Let me digress. We've, I think in every fucking episode now, so far, so I actually been saying okay I'm not racist. You want. What's up? Did you hear me? No. We've cleared it on the air now. Do you know what that means? What? It means now you have permission to say whatever you wish. 
Well, I'm not racist. Your boy's not racist. Okay, all right. No, you're right, you're right. He's not. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> no, I have nothing against Japanese movie, movies, but, you know, I, I guess I never really watched any. I, I actually never seen Godzilla. You've got to see it. Um, very early example of good green screening. Good film mats uh, being crossed over, you know? Yeah. Good effects. Good special effects considering the 50s. Yeah, but... Matt! Thank you for coming on, brother. I really do appreciate it, Cooch. It's, uh... Yeah, no problem. I'll always come on here. You know, it's, it's a little different from what I usually do, but um, I think uh, I think people... Listeners are going to end up uh, enjoying this. But, uh, Matt, before you go, where, where can we find you? On the, on, I'm on, on the... Facebook. I'm on YouTube. And King Nexus is on Bandcamp. And uh, if you need to come find me in person, we're going to have some problems probably because I don't fucking know you. Where can we find you on Instagram? What's your, uh, your fucking username? I don't username? use Instagram much, but when I do use it, it's bongschnugans91. And on, are you on YouTube? I am on YouTube. I'm on YouTube as Matthew Bordelon, and King Nexus has a YouTube channel on there. You should like and subscribe. You listen You listen to that, you fucking guys. You better fucking listen to my boy, Matt. Or else we're going to have fucking problems. Hey, listen, Matt. Thank you for coming on. It, it was a big fucking pleasure. Um, no we'll definitely have to catch up. I'll, I'd like to bring you back on. Uh, you just let me know when and where. I'll be there. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to go get some Chinese food because I'm fucking starving. Do so. I'm going to eat this edible chocolate bar from my work. They're, we're not sponsored, by the way. That's just, it's his personal. No, no, it's just me giving them a nice shout out. I shouldn't, but here I am. Yeah. That's the kind of guy I am. It's a beautiful guy. As Steve Sharipa says, I'm a nice fucking guy. I'm a normal fucking guy. I'm a normal fucking guy. I'm a normal guy. Okay, so uh, the scene opens and it's in Tony's house. Ba, ba, ba. He walks up the stairs. He says, Carmella, what the fuck? I'm a normal fucking guy, T. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is Michael Imperioli. That's a good impression. He'll... It is a very good impression. <laughs> He's going to appreciate that greatly. He's going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Listen, Mike, I love you. <laughs> we love you, Michael Imperio and Steve Sharipo. Come on the podcast. Oh, my God. But thank you, Matt. I'm going to let you get going. Um, I'm going to get going myself. Just go ahead and log out. What the fuck is that? Huh? What the hell is that? It's chocolate. Oh my god, this ASMR? It's ASMR. Hey, listen, I got... Fucking A. So everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming in. This is a special podcast. Hope you guys enjoy your Tuesday. I want to talk to you guys more, a little more often. We went a little overboard than usual, but definitely we'll come back with another video. Hope you enjoyed Matt's interview here with me. Not really an interview, but we had a, you know, a good conversation and uh, hopefully we don't have to talk about this thing ever again. And we can just go on. It was a little different today, but let's see what we can do in the next couple of weeks. 
let's connect, comment, subscribe, do everything you got to do. And uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace.